This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Two months. Only two months left in 2020. Like you, I can't wait till this year gets over. It's been unpleasant, if you know what I mean. Again, this is Michael Zuber, Daily Financial News. I want to talk money, investing, understand what's going on each and every day. We do this about 7.30 a.m., seven days a week. So if you want to talk money, you want to talk investing, you want to know what's going on around the world in the markets, real estate, cost of capital, the consumer, go ahead and hit subscribe. Uh, Again, you can count on these 7.30 a.m. live every morning. I don't want to edit my videos and do anything of that nature. So let's just do it. Give me a thumbs up if you're watching this and subscribe if you like to get your updates. But if you do subscribe... I put out three or four videos a day, so don't get annoyed with me if you get a lot of notifications. Uh, A couple of things we want to talk about today. It is Sunday, so you can count on me having my goals video. Second, I just did a video I'm very proud of, talking about financial stress. It's uploading right now. It's about 69%, so it should be up in the next 15 minutes. Do me a favor. Take a look at that video and let me know if it's clear what I'm trying to communicate. I'm trying to highlight why we are all, or many of us are in financial stress. I've tried to break it down, highlight it, highlight why we all get stuck in the rat race. I'm really trying to uncover how we can communicate that, how we can identify pain or the cause of financial stress. Because once you understand the cause, we can start to remove some of it. So that video is important. It's now 75% uploaded, so by the time we're done with this, if you could check that one out, I would greatly appreciate it and leave your comments below because it's important for me to get this right. It's going to be financial stress is something I want to help people with for the next 50 years, so any help you can give, greatly appreciated. Uh, First and foremost, let's talk about Las Vegas. Las Vegas is improving. Now, it's improving from a pretty bad base. you know, just some numbers to take with you here. September occupancy is up. Uh, This is hotel occupancy. It's at 46.8%, but it's up from the month before at 41.5%. So again, heading in the right direction. Keep in mind, hotel occupancy has zero from conventions. Vegas still is shut down for conventions. Next, the room rates are up. Uh, Room rates just exceeded $108 in September, or I'm sorry, in, yeah, in September. That was up 9%. (coughs) Excuse me, again, heading in the right direction. Sorry about that cough. That was probably, probably a little too close to the microphone. I apologize. Uh, Next is highway traffic. Highway traffic is interesting because it's actually up year on year. Now, a lot of that is because we have the SoCal connection, right? Just going down the freeway and checking out Vegas. Uh, It's actually 126,888. Didn't have a basis other than the fact that it is up year on year. But here's the big deal. Air traffic, passengers. Passengers are down almost 2.5 million for the month. 
that's pretty amazing. But again, at least it's up month to month. So again, uh, Vegas is going to have a slow slog forward. You know, my thinking is hotel occupancy kind of ticks up single digits for a while. What Vegas needs is conventions. Conventions bring guests. Uh, they need to feel safe. They clearly have a safety issue, uh, as Brian Lebo and I have talked about a couple of times. But again, Vegas may not be the catastrophe we all thought they were. Again, too early to tell, perhaps, uh, but it is interesting. In addition to that, I did a video yesterday highlighting what the three big markets were for stress. It was New York, San Francisco, and Vegas. And I thought San Francisco would feel the pain first, Vegas second, and, and or I'm sorry, San Francisco first, New York second, and Vegas last. Um, I think Vegas actually has some good news. San Francisco's in big trouble, so check that one out. Uh, next up, we have leaving New York. There are more and more folks who are making six figures that have decided to leave. There was a survey done uh, where 50% of the people making six figures and above are either actively or about to search uh, leaving. It uh, looks like New York's going to have at least a $9 billion shortfall. This is New York City. Uh, the Postal Service, moving companies, and even smartphone usage clearly showing that the downtown core of New York City is in trouble. Uh, obviously, if you don't know, New York City layers on top of 3.1% tax on top of um, an already high tax rate in New York State. Uh, so their total tax is 13%, and California is 139 just so you know. Uh, again, these are reasons people are leaving. 246,000 people already have filed change of address out of the city, right? They're going to their second homes, they're buying a home, they're leaving. Uh, the rich are leaving because of uh, taxes, but the problem is they are taking their businesses with them. The article talked about several companies where entire teams were leaving. This is happening in New York City. It is absolutely happening in California. California is anti-business, very unfriendly. We are likely going to see companies leave. We will probably also see California companies go bankrupt here and then open up grand opening in another state where it is far more friendly. Uh, people are saying they're leaving not only for taxes, but quality of life. As we've talked about for six months now, this health crisis has proved uh, space is good. It needs to be your office, your gym, your entertainment, your school, all of that. So these are all things that people are leaving. And one New York City resident uh, is a hedge fund guy. He says he fears his property will be worth 40% less in the next two to three years, giving all the wealth that is leaving New York City. So I guess if you own property in New York, you're in for a haircut. But if you ever wanted to get that New York pad, Maybe in the next two, three, four years, you may have your opportunity if the values fall as described. Don't know if you've heard the next one, but the UK has gone on a four-week lockdown. This is the second time they did it. A four-week lockdown. Boris uh, Johnson has brought it back. Four-week lockdown. This is frightening. This will be the death knell to hundreds if not thousands of businesses, small businesses in the UK. I am on record as being afraid that some of these big
big lockdowns could come to the U.S. I certainly do not want, hope, or even foresee national lockdowns here. But like El Paso, Texas, Paso, El Paso, Texas, we could see local lockdowns of the harshest kind, i.e. stay home. And that is very, very scary to think about. Again, remember what happened in Q2. We went, the consumer stopped spending. Our savings rate set an all-time high at over 30%. When consumers are scared, they do not spend. We are a consumer-based economy, and when the consumer is not spending, i.e. saving, pain ensues. And then lastly, I caught an article uh, by a gentleman named Raul Paul, old Goldman guy, I guess, uh, but he is a Bitcoin aficionado. Uh, I'm guessing he is very long Bitcoin. In this article, he was, I, I've never seen someone be so over the top uh, with Bitcoin. He is quoted as saying, Bitcoin is a call option on the future. Um, he writes a newsletter called The Global, Global Macro Investor. I'm going to check that out and see what it's all about. But he thought Bitcoin could be a million bucks a coin. And he thought Bitcoin could be a $10 trillion asset. Now, I had to go figure out what Bitcoin is today because I don't know, 10 trillion, not that impressive. It's already 8 trillion. But he, again, what I found today, again, I'm not a Bitcoin person. I think there will be a crypto winner. I don't know which one will be. But according to what I found, Bitcoin market cap today, 240 billion. So about a mid cap company in the S&P 500. So to go from 240 billion to 10 trillion, that's like six apples. <laughs> I think Apple's like 1.7 trillion today. That's amazing. So I don't know what a Bitcoin cost today. I think the last time I checked, they were like 12 or 13,000. So again, going to a million. I just, I, when people talk like this, even if you think, I mean, that's just, that's, un, you can, I can't even wrap my head around that. Um, going from, you know, even say 20,000 to, um, I mean, that's just crazy. But again, he's probably long Bitcoin. He'd probably like to get out of it. I don't know. Uh, I did like the idea about call option on the future. I thought that was interesting. It's a call option on the future without a date, right? Because call options, put options, they have dates. I thought it was pretty interesting. So Again, that's what I got for you today. Vegas is improving. New York, San Francisco, New York, California, big trouble. And the trouble is building. That's what you got to watch for in New York and California. The exit is real. UK goes on lockdown. Not good. And then Bitcoin. Call option on the future. I thought that was pretty creative. All right, everybody. Enjoy your day. I have two interviews today. One at eight, one at nine. And I did create another video. But again, do me a favor. This other video looks like it just finished. Go check it out. It's called Solve Financial Stress by Understanding These, I don't know, these two things. I can't see the full title. All right, everybody, take care. Have a wonderful day.